Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined by... Natalie Dunn, his partner in crime. So to all our listeners out there, some of you may know us, some of you may have never heard of us before. We welcome all of you. This is the premiere of a podcast that's going to be a little different, a little bit outside of both our comfort zone, because we've never done a podcast. We've done radio. And it's also going to be outside of your comfort zone, because this is just going to be a smorgasbord of both conversation and creativity. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who don't know us, and even if you do know us, you might need a little bit of a refresher. We are both from Michigan. We are in our early 20s. We met at Adrian College in the Communication Arts and Sciences Department. If you don't know Adrian College, it's about 20 minutes from the Ohio border. If you live in Ohio, like Nat does right now, I'm a little sorry for you. Because uh, <laughs> as you know, if you're in Michigan, it's just a little bit better. But that's besides the point. In the Communication Arts and Sciences Department, we had a radio studio, which is, if you think about it, it's pretty lucky that we went to a extremely small school and they at least had enough in the budget to have a radio station because if they didn't, we would have never met. That's true. Um, And we were lucky enough that somehow they let us run the radio station. Not only run the radio station, but in your first class in the comm department, it was called Communications 109, 109, which was TV and radio announcing. And it's been completely revamped since we left school, probably for the better, because when me and you were in that class, you took it before me, they essentially just gave all these brand new college kids who didn't know anything about being an adult or being on the radio. They're just like, here, have your own show, fill an hour every day. We don't really care what you do. You just got (laughs) to fill the hour. And we were like, I don't know what the crap I'm doing. But for my class, I was lucky enough to have Natalie as my producer. Well, thank you. (laughs) With that being said, we ended up doing a little show called Radio Feud. That was a complete cluster for the first probably two seasons, but we eventually caught our footing and it turned into, I'd like to say, one of the biggest shows Adrian College has ever seen. A little bit of a I would humble say we, brag right there. We had a solid following, which for a radio station that only has like a one mile radius of broadcast and is broadcast to a student population of like a thousand people, I would say that having a following at all is pretty impressive, but we had a good following. We had a great following. We had a pretty sturdy following when we didn't know what we were doing, but by the end of it, <laughs> I mean... That server online listening could hold about a thousand people and we crashed the server quite a few times, which in the moment was frustrating. But now when you look back, that was pretty badass. It was great. So Radio Feud should have explained this in the first place. It was a trivia show. It was like this show, a tremendous cluster of just good times and a little bit of knowledge, which is what we're going to bring with you with the hit and run. And I think that's a great transition into what is a hit and run because as we do in a hit and run, we have suddenly gotten completely off track of what we were originally supposed to talk about, which was what is a hit and run? (laughs) So a hit and run is several things. A hit and run is when you hit somebody else's car with your own or a pedestrian crossing the street and you just say, (laughs) screw it, I'm not dealing with the law today and you scurry on right out of here. You should note from the beginning, that we do not condone hit and runs. Never have and never will. Well, yeah, we'll go with that for now. But this (laughs) hit and run, we condone to the fullest extent. So this hit and run started much like Radio Feud as a beautiful smorgasbord of a radio show. And it was our senior year when we started to get our radio chops and we were feeling pretty cocky because we were about to graduate, especially Natalie. She was about a month and a half from graduation (laughs) because 
she's an overachiever and she graduated the tr semester before the rest of us did. And you had just finished your senior capstone, which was a conference on... It was a women's empowerment conference. Yeah, it was great. It was a great event. And then afterward, I didn't really function for a solid week. Yeah, it took a lot out of you, which was understandable. <laughs> but I just remember you also, because it was your capstone, you also kind of just said F it at that point. You're like, I did what I need to do to graduate. And I really don't care what happens the rest of the semester. That is very true. That is very much how I felt at that point. I just, I remember this very clearly. It was a Monday night. It was after marching band, which we'll talk about marching band probably a lot on the show. And we were sitting in Richie eating dinner and you were talking about Richie. just how you were over it. We were probably talking about the delicious food that Sodexo serves us. Sodexo, if you want to be a sponsor, you know, here's your first <laughs> shout out. Give us a little gravy while you're at it. <laughs> I don't think there was gravy on that chicken that night, but that's besides the point. And you're just like, you know what? All I want to do right now is go on the radio. And because the station is run as it is, we're like, well, yeah, why don't we just go on the radio? So we scooted on over to the radio station and nobody was in it, thankfully. So we go into the booth and we look at each other and we're like, well, what are we gonna talk about? And I was like, I don't know, we'll probably, we'll figure it out when we get on air. So the song ends and we go on air and I'm just like, hey everybody, this is the hit and run because we're hitting the studio and then we're running out when we run out of things to talk about. <laughs> and we talked for like an hour and a half with music breaks, but it actually ended up being a pretty good show that people afterwards were like, hey, you should do that more often. Yeah. I remember people actually heard us too, which was crazy because most of the stuff that happens on that radio station, people didn't even listen to on purpose. It goes so. right over their head. But thankfully, when we're on there, apparently they like to listen. But from that point on, we're like, this could be an actual thing. And the motto became, hit the studio and run away when A, you run out of things to talk about, or B, you're going to get caught. At one point, <laughs> we went on at like 11 o'clock at night, which ironically was game seven of the World Series. I celebrated that at the time. Actually, you watched the conclusion of the World Series on air and you and your brother screamed on air that is true we're gonna have an episode <laughs> on that though because uh that that world series is a little tainted now that was the 2017 world series a little tainted now <laughs> but we'll go into that further there was one where we were in directing two it was a thursday afternoon we were both over at this point again we were supposed to be doing something on the sound stage and we said you know what let's just go on the radio so we screened to the radio station and we got on air and we're like, okay, this is going to be a little game. If we just play a song with no explanation, it means that we got caught by Dr. Sheehan. We're, we're in trouble and we can't be on the air anymore. And we didn't get <laughs> caught by Dr. Sheehan. We got caught by another professor, Michael Neal. And he thought it was and, the greatest thing ever. And another professor, actually. We got caught by Mike Neal and Christy. And Christy is the head of the department. How we didn't get in trouble for that, I don't know. <laughs> it's because we were so good. Say we were, we were in good favor. But from that point on, that was the birth of Hit and Run. It was a show where we came in, we talked about relevant topics. We talked about a grab bag of ideas. A lot of times we would just pull up our phones and just look up random topics. And it was we also relied on the good old random topic generator. Which is going to be a thing in this show, I'm sure. And it was just a good time. It was, as the subline for this podcast is, it's where conversation collides. And that's what this podcast is going to be. We're bringing back the Hit and Run in podcast form. It's going to be 
not like the traditional podcast that you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's going to be a lot like a radio show is run because we both have radio backgrounds. It's going to be a lot of just chaos at times. It's not going to be a set schedule. We're going to have our set time frame. But other than that, we're going to keep the boundaries pretty loose and we're just going to see what happens. We'll have interview shows. We'll have shows where we just kind of look up topics and discuss them, fun debates, experiences we've had, life advice. You don't know what's going to happen on the hit and run, but (laughs) you know it's going to be a good time. So we've talked about a lot of what hit and run is going to be in the show format, but we haven't exactly talked about ourselves other than where we went to school. So I'm going to throw it off to Natalie and just, you know, tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you're up to, what you studied, your likes, your fears, you know, we're launching this in kind of a crazy time. (laughs) We'll kind of stay away from that for now, but you know, what are you up to besides quarantine? Well, obviously, quarantine. In case you're listening to this when the world is no longer in quarantine, it is April 29th, 2020. The world is on fire, but enough about that. Um, So to introduce myself a little bit, um, so I live in Columbus, Ohio. I live in an apartment with my fiance and our lovely black cat, Ellie. Um, She's very fat and very cute. I am a professional fundraiser. I work for an organization that uh, facilitates organ, eye, and tissue donation, which is not exactly what I thought I would be doing when I graduated from college, but I have to say it's the best job I've ever had, and I love it. How did I get from graduating college with a degree in radio broadcast and then working for an organization that recovers organs, eyes, and tissue? That is a great question. I would love to answer it for you if I knew the answer, but life happens. And so now I'm here. Uh, Happy coincidences. (laughs) Exactly. Again, went to college for radio broadcast. Then I left college and went into event planning and special events. And then I decided I wanted to work for nonprofits. And so I did a bunch of volunteering and um, event planning for nonprofits and fundraising and everything. And now I do fundraising for a living. Hobbies include rock climbing, learning to sew my own clothes, I already mentioned I have a very fat cat. It's not really a hobby, but it's just something I'd like I mean, people to know about me. The backstory of that cat, which for the record, those are very <laughs> interesting hobbies because how many people do you know that number one, sew their own clothes, but number two, rock climb. And then those things usually don't go together. <laughs> so those are actually very interesting hobbies. Number three, the backstory of this cat is truly incredible. Yes, it was... A perfect coincidence, which seems to happen to Sam and I quite a lot. At the time I was in college, the backstory backstory is that the day before this cat came into my possession was Sam, my fiance's birthday. And for his birthday, I had given him a box of cat supplies because at the time he lived in an apartment by himself and he decided that he wanted a cat. And so I said, I'll help you find a cat. We'll start going to shelters and looking for a good cat for you. And I got him a bunch of cat supplies, like a starter kit, essentially. And then the next day I went back to school. My best friend at the time lived in another city, like an hour and a half away from college. Um, And she had this cat show up at her door. She already had a cat, couldn't keep her. She's like, this cat is adorable. She is super friendly. I can't keep her. She's a black cat, so I don't want to take her to the shelter because no one will adopt her. So she said, will you come take this cat? I don't really know what possessed me to drive an hour and a half at 
10 o'clock at night to go pick up this cat who I wasn't allowed to keep in my dorm room, but something did. Something told me that this cat was just worth driving three hours for. And then she like peed all over herself in the car on the way there. And I had to give her like a sponge bath in my dorm room because I couldn't take her into the bathroom because I wasn't allowed to have a cat. I don't think I ever heard that part. Yeah. I had to, I had to call Janessa who was like living down the hallway. And I was like, I need you to come help me with something, but you can't tell anyone. (laughs) And so we like sponged her off and she was of course not happy living in a dorm room because she was very nervous and timid and so the plan was not this was not a fully formed like i'm going to go get this cat and then it will become sam's cat it was just like a i need to go get this cat for some reason and then i was like i'm not telling you you have to take this cat like i know i sam was actually really mad that i went to go get this cat he was like you're you're being so irresponsible which i was i did it anyway and for three years later now we have Ellie. Do you hold that over Sam's head that he did not want Ellie in the first place? I do tell Ellie that sometimes because she likes him more than me. So when she likes him more than me, I like to remind her that I was the one who wanted to keep her and he was not in favor. He would have left you in the alley. <laughs> she is the perfect cat and I love her. The perfect cat. You gotta <laughs> do, You gotta get a pun in there. And uh, you're, you're right. Ellie is the, she's not the fattest cat, but she's such like just a little plump dumpling of happiness. <laughs> like you don't, you can't not feel good when you're around Ellie. It's true. Except when she wakes you up at three in the morning because she has decided recently that my pillow is her bed and mm. she just waits for me to like roll over and then she just scooches her way Ooh. in there and she is pretty fat. So she can take up my entire pillow. It's great. But that's just extra warmth that night. Yeah, I don't, I don't need the warmth like yeah yeah i could i can see that (laughs) (laughs) but enough about me let's hear about your life all right well i'm from a small town in michigan called linden or fenton it's kind of it's a toss-up where i say i'm from i usually say lake fenton that's the high school i went to graduated in 2014 went to adrian college as that's the one fact you know about me studied (laughs) communication arts and sciences did a lot with radio did a lot with video was in the marching band did sport broadcasting my senior year got to call two seasons of adrian college baseball and then did a year with americorps and triple c out in the southwest region i did i might as well give a spiel on that too I went to Taos, New Mexico and did invasive species removal and also did construction on the Dream Tree Project round two because there's three rounds. I went to Houston, Texas, worked with SBP doing Hurricane Harvey relief. So we would gut houses of people that it's it was a year at that point since Hurricane Harvey hit and they're still living with mold in their house. So we would gut their houses and then we'd rebuild it from the studs up. So that was extremely eye-opening. And out of the three projects, that was the most heartwarming, I would say. I don't know if that's the right word, but like it really showed you what people are struggling with out there. And it felt good to like get them back into safe and sanitary housing. And then mm-hmm. my third round, I went to St. Joseph's Center of Arkansas in North Little Rock. And I absolutely loved it there. I did a lot of farm work, chainsawing, Worked at a farm stand, a lot of cows, a lot of goats, couple sheep, <laughs> Peaches, the farm dog. She should be an NFL linebacker. Oh my gosh. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life was this little girl was in with the goats, the sheep, and then Peaches, the guard dog. She's like three or four. And Peaches is no small dog because she's got to protect them from the coyotes. 
and she comes out of nowhere and just absolutely demolishes this little girl, like <laughs> smashes her right into the ground. And this little girl's no pushover either. She did not cry. She was just like, oh crap, I got hit by a dog. So she gets up and this peaches has the audacity. She comes back for seconds. As soon as this little girl's back on her feet, wham! <laughs> Just she got lunch and dessert from this little girl. The second hit really jarred the little girl. Her parents came in and they're like, Yeah, we should get you out of this out of this pen. But <laughs> her parents were also vets, so they're like, Yeah, this is gonna happen. We you know, you're around animals. Sometimes animals are gonna fight back. Yeah, St. Joseph Center was really incredible for more reasons than just watching Peaches go absolutely Brian Erlacher on people legendary bear. I got to throw it out there. So that's just a little about my life. I'm now currently living in St. Louis, Missouri. I moved here three months ago, kind of just taking temp jobs right now until I catch on somewhere. And I just love, I mean, I love radio. If I could find a job in radio, that would be the dream. I've missed doing radio feud. I've missed doing hit and run. So I was talking with you and it's like, why don't we just do this as a podcast? Like this is what we love to do. We don't Mm -hmm. do it as a living, you know, why not just do it as a hobby? Why not bring joy to ourselves and then hopefully bring some joy to the listeners? I was going to say, we like to talk. And so if people listen to it, great. And if they don't, I mean, we still get to talk. So we still get to talk and we can just push it on our families and we can be like, listen to this and love me. Love me just a little <laughs> bit more. Especially as I always tell people, my first, like, whenever you're in an awkward, like, icebreaker situation and you have to, like, give a fun fact about yourself, my fun fact is always that I love the sound of my own voice, which is very true. Literally just sitting here right now with, like, studio quality headphones on plugged into a microphone and being able to hear my voice. If you've never talked into a microphone with headphones on, that feeling of being able to hear yourself talking while you're talking I don't know why, but it's just my favorite feeling in the world. I will say that is a rare feeling. I've gotten used to it myself. It is extremely jarring if you don't like the sound <laughs> of your own voice, which I'm and pretty confident of is people 90% of the population are like, I don't like my voice. Hates the sound of their voice. Like if you take a video of someone and then they have to hear their own voice back, they're like, oh, I hate the sound of my own voice. I love the sound of my own voice. I'll listen to it all day. You Which are... is good because when we were in college, they would play my voice so much on that damn radio station. Oh, they're still on. Those spots are still on. I've been I know, told. I know. I hate you, it. You are a, a rare breed as far Ugh. as liking your voice. I tolerate <laughs> mine. It's been, what, five years since I started? I can tolerate it now. So now you know a little bit about me. You know a little bit about Natalie. You know a little bit about what this show is going to be. But I don't think, I don't think we're going to fully know, we as in me and Natalie, or you as in the listeners, I don't think we're really going to know what the show is going to be until we're... I don't know, three or four seasons in. Hopefully not that long, but <laughs> trust me. I was going to say, we, knew is, what, we even knew what Radio Feud was three or four seasons in. I don't think we knew what it was at the end either. Um, no, not really. We this had like sh- one solid season where we knew what it was. The rest of the show was just kind of, it, it was good, but. We knew Jiffy was the unofficial sponsor, which trust me, that's going to be a thing this show too. Jiffy not a sponsor, but you should be. So we're going to start there. <laughs> this show is going to be unlike anything you've ever heard before. As you can tell in this first episode, it's going off the rails. It's hit and run for a reason. There is a, a crash crime scene of just words everywhere. And we're going to jumble those words back together. And we're going to get a spicy conversation going every show. And that's what it's going to be. It's going to be absolutely glorious. And that's going to be hit and run. It's going to be where the conversation collides. Thanks.